TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Today's Monday. Oh, no, not Monday. It's a brand new day. Guess what? This weekend, it is over. It's not over. It is not over till it's over. No, 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 it, it really is. No, it's another week already. Welcome to Monday. They say if you get a job doing what you love, you never work a day in your life. Oh, well, I'll just get back to work. Yay, I'm going to work like I like. Showtime. Hello, fellow patriots and liberty lovers everywhere on a brisk and windy Monday, Monday. Can't trust that day. Here we go, getting underway with the very first edition for this week, the Bobby Mack Show. Great to have you along. You hear that story in uh, in the newscast? This uh, Democrat congressman says, yeah, I got a vaccine and uh, we'll, we'll give you $1,500. Man, these these people... First, these little tin pot mini god dictators put their lockdown policies in place, depriving people of an opportunity to make a living. And then they turn around and offer you a $1,500 bribe to get the vaccine. Make it uh, $15 million, and I'll think about it, and I, I doubt that uh, the answer will. Still be positive in any case. Great to have you along. Here we go, getting underway. Starting to feel more like December. And as always, here in hour number one of the Bobby Mack Show, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation today. Just grab the phone, call me using the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number, if you prefer to communicate in that fashion, and many do, 71307, and my email address, bob at 1063word.com. Let's begin today with the updates on where these uh, court cases stand. Jack Phillips writing at the Epic Times, President Trump's legal team began a forensic analysis of Dominion voting machines in Michigan after a judge late on Friday permitted the exam. Our team is going to be able to go in this morning at about 8.30 and will be there for about eight hours to conduct that forensic examination. And we'll have the results in about 48 hours, and that will tell us a lot about these machines, said attorney Jenna Ellis to Fox News. Um... Ellis was referring to a ruling from a judge in one Michigan county, Antrim County in Michigan, 
who authorized the audit of 22 Dominion Voting Systems machines. Uh, Giuliani, uh, Rudy Giuliani, tweeted out a big win for honest elections. It's not clear which of the several election lawsuits the order originated from later, Antrim County spokesperson Jeremy Scott told the Freep, that's the uh, local paper, the Detroit Free Press, referred to as the Freep, that forensic images will be taken from voting machines used during the November 3rd election. Judge Kevin Eisenheimer issued the order regarding a challenge from voter William Bailey, who filed a lawsuit alleging that ballots were damaged in a recounting of ballots in a marijuana proposal that narrowly passed. Eisenheimer's order doesn't mention the presidential race, and it's not yet clear if the order allows Trump's team to examine the machine. So there is that. Then there is this. Higher up the food chain in the court systems, U.S. Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito asked officials in Pennsylvania to file briefs by tomorrow morning in response to an emergency injunction petition filed by Republicans seeking to invalidate or rescind the results of the November 3rd presidential election in the Keystone State. That day is the so-called safe harbor deadline that requires controversies surrounding elections to be ended so states can choose their electors before the December 14th meeting of the Electoral College. Alito initially called for response arguments by December 9th uh, before moving the due date for his order uh, up by a day. The Pennsylvania Commonwealth Court on November 25th ordered state officials to not take any steps to perfect the certification of the election pending a resolution to the GOP lawsuit. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court overrode the injunction three days later, leading the plaintiffs to appeal to the nation's highest court. With the Supreme Court petition pending, the Republicans asked the state Supreme Court to stay their own decision, and the court said no. U.S. Representative Mike Kelly's lawsuit argued that the Pennsylvania General Assembly illegally enacted Act 77, a measure that vastly expanded mail-in voting statewide. That act overrode provisions regarding limits to absentee voting outlined in the Pennsylvania Constitution. That change would require going through the lengthy process of enacting a constitutional amendment, which includes approvals by two consecutive legislatures, followed by a successful statewide referendum. The short story here is, and you may be aware of this already, a court cannot change election laws constitutionally, as, as I just pointed out. So this Act 77 passed by the legislature that said, oh, sure, yeah, use as many mail-in ballots as you want. That was unconstitutional on its face. Uh, the Republicans objected to this way back in October before the election, and uh, John Roberts, the Supreme Court Justice, said, uh, no, we're not going to hear the case right now. Let's see how this plays out, and then we'll take a look at it. Okay? Now, uh, Justice Alito objected at that time 
And uh, so now this is where we are. Uh, the appeal was made to Alito because the Supreme Court justices have the, uh, the nation's various regions uh, parceled out to them uh, to hear cases. And uh, Pennsylvania happens to be one of the states that falls under the uh, purview of uh, Samuel Alito, who has not liked this whole business going forward. He said at the time uh, when Roberts uh, refused to hear the appeal uh, that uh, he felt as if what Pennsylvania and their legislature had done was unconstitutional on its face and should have been prevented from being used in the November 3rd election. But Roberts, as uh, many of us are aware, uh, is uh, pretty much uh, a, a gutless coward and uh, didn't want to get involved before the election. So uh, that's, that's where we are. And there's one more headline today. Lynn Wood, uh, the other, one of the other attorneys, along with Sidney Powell, uh, involved in this, has also announced that he plans to petition the Supreme Court after, uh, in Georgia, the uh, court there rejected an appeal to uh, the electoral results, as, as they should. I mean, how many, I don't, I don't care how many stories Fox News writes uh, that include the language uh, without evidence, the president, blah, blah, blah. How much more evidence do we need? Uh, boxes of ballots being pulled out and counted in the middle of the night uh, when the poll watchers have already been uh, kicked out of the building? Oh, and there's more on that, too. Uh, there's a story today from Molly Hemingway. Uh, this, the the, uh, the governor of Georgia, Governor Kemp, and the uh, lieutenant governor, I don't know if you know who that idiot is, uh, said, well, <clears throat> there was no fraud. Uh, this, uh, this business of uh, these uh, ballots, they really were taken out of the uh, usual containers that are used, and there's, essentially there's nothing to see here, so move along. Well, we'll see. We'll see. 16 after 3 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Quick break here. Step aside for a moment and then right back with more. And uh, speaking of the uh, vaccine and the $1,500 bribe suggested by this Democrat congressman, employers are now talking about no vaccine, no work. Does this, uh, this seem like America to you? Be right back. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Today is Pearl Harbor Day. December 7th. 1941. The Battle of Pearl Harbor. When Japan attacked Pearl Harbor. A date which will live in infamy. Observed to remember and honor the 2,403 citizens of the United States who were killed in the Japanese surprise attack on Pearl Harbor in Hawaii on December 7th, 1941. Never forget. 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 It is indeed Pearl Harbor Day, December 7th. Isn't it amazing how things have changed? 322 here on the Bobby Mack Show. I mean, uh, way back then, uh, December 7, 1941, uh, for our Asian enemies to attack us, Admiral Yamamoto had to sail a fleet of aircraft carriers across the Pacific to the Hawaiian island chain and then launch his aircraft uh, to drop bombs and torpedoes on our battleships in the harbor there at uh, Pearl. Nowadays, of course, uh, none of that is necessary. Uh, Now, uh, all it takes is for our Asian enemies to uh, drop a flu bug on us and the uh, CHICOM sympathizers that are running the Democrat Party uh, do the rest. Pretty amazing. Now, I mentioned uh, before we went to the break, public opinion polls from the past couple of weeks appear to show a growing number of Americans are planning to get the coronavirus vaccine, even as Dr. Fauci, my favorite government bureaucrat, hinted that the UK's decision to grant emergency approval to Pfizer's mRNA vaccine might have been somewhat rushed. That's encouraging. A recent Goldman research note intended for its institutional clients showed as much, citing polling numbers from YouGov. With hospitalizations surging to record levels in California once again heading to the abyss, millions of Americans would probably gladly take the vaccine. This is from a English uh, news outlet website you can you you catch the tone millions of americans would probably gladly take the vaccine just to feel a sense that the pandemic is over even though the duration of that immunity is still not very well understood and some conspiracy-minded skeptics count me in have raised questions about the headline uh, efficacy numbers But as the U.S. and U.K. prepare to start delivering the first jabs in a week, industries are jockeying to try and get their workers designated as essential so they can have faster access to the vaccine. 
Uh, of course, of course, they're looking at the bottom line. Profits, ultimately, uh, the last line in the decision-making corporate process, even though many Americans believe it's morally reprehensible to fire someone for refusing to take a vaccine, some companies and industry groups are planning to require workers to be vaccinated as a precondition for returning to work. Well, here's something else. With so many people now not going to work, but working from home, how is that going to factor into this? Now, maybe they think taking such a public stand might help them secure supplies for vaccines more quickly, whatever the reason, even for white-collar workers who have been comfortably ensconced in their homes and apartments for the last nine months. Nine months. Whatever happened to two weeks to flatten the curve? The subtext is pretty clear. No vaccine, no work. There was this from uh, thehill.com. Companies will soon face a tough decision about whether to require their employees to be vaccinated for COVID-19 as a condition for returning to work. Employers believe they are on firm legal ground to mandate vaccinations. They do? According to what? A bunch of lawyers from Harvard and Yale? Look, it's one thing to say uh, you can't wear a bikini to work for women or a speedo to work for men. It is something else entirely to inject something into your body. Curiously, where is, where is the left on this? A woman's body? It's her choice? Isn't that what they're always saying? However, the story from The Hill continues, that doesn't mean enforcement won't be without its challenges, particularly given the backlash in some parts of the country, you know, where those toothless rubes down there in Dixie live, to mask mandates and smaller groups opposed to vaccinations of any kind. However, many corporations might soon find that their workers, not just blue-collar manufacturing workers, but white-collar office drones, too, either don't share their concerns, can't get their hands on a vaccine, or are simply too skeptical of the long-term side effects and would prefer to simply wait and see. Is Fauci going to go first on this? Fortunately for these workers and these Conspiratorial theorists, U.S. law offers a way to push back. Companies can require it, yes, but they may bump up against legal limits. COVID is such uncharted territory that as we see employers acting, as we see others acting, more edges in the law are being articulated, said Allison Hoffman, University of Pennsylvania Cary Law School professor. Some business groups are starting to get out in front of the issue by voicing public support for vaccination requirements. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> harmless. You know, there's no side effects from this. Nothing to worry about. Jay Timmons, CEO of the National Association of Manufacturers, 
stressed that the vaccine is needed to protect essential personnel, including manufacturing workers, and that his group would back member companies implementing vaccination requirements. Well, good, Jay. Good for you. You go first. Take a break for the news. Annie's standing by in the news center. I'm right back on the other side. 329 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Monday, Monday edition here on WORD. Howdy. Welcome back. Monday, Monday, Bobby Mack Show as we get this work week started. I mentioned the other day I got a message on my cell phone uh, that uh, said, uh, Hey, would you like to uh, have a mail-in ballot for the uh, Georgia senatorial runoff? And uh, now this, somebody else. uh, Bobby got this text the other day, and that's what mine was. It was text message, too. Federal runoffs for the 2020 general election will take place on January, January 5th, 2021. That's the Georgia two Senate seats. If your address is, and I'm going to leave the address out here, please register by Monday to vote in this election. You can register online at HTTPS Georgia runoff dot online slash reg reg register reg 10 and the text is from vote from home 2020 see we're up against here you know what people ought to be doing friend of mine uh, suggested this today, and I thought, yeah, that's that's pretty smart. Look, if we're going to have new rules for the game, then let's play by them. Uh, everybody sign up for a post office box in Georgia for 30 days. And uh, then uh, request a ballot. In fact, request, request several. And uh, go ahead and vote in their rigged election. And let's see if we can rig it better than they can rig it. To the phones we go uh, for the first time here on Monday, and Wes in Greer is our leadoff batter. Hi, Wes, and welcome to the show. Thanks, Bobby. Glad to be here. Um, You know, I'm I'm one of those far-out nuts. You know, I actually called the show before Rose did and pointed out the Georgia (laughs) Guidestones. Um, Bill Gates is long, long, decades long t- over talking. There's too many people on the earth. There's too many people. You know, what yep. if I came to your house, Bobby, and walked inside and told you, you know, I just want to let you know, Bobby, there's too many people in your house. Yep. You, your wife, and the dogs, that's just too many people. I mean, and then do, you, do I need to explain any more to you other than I'd like for you to leave my house now and never come back? You know, but, and, I, and I saw a story today on the web, and you may have seen this also, Wes, uh, some uh, grand poobah was addressing the UN and talking about how we are in a crisis that there are between two and three hundred million people who are in danger of starving to death because of mm-hmm. the uh, pandemic, the CCP virus. And, and honest to Pete, it makes you wonder, you know, when Bill Gates hears news like that, if he doesn't smile. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, I come back to, we can't cure the cold. 
Nope. Um, we can't we can't m- really make a vaccine for the flu, okay? But here's what I'm supposed to believe. We know two months ago when Trump insinuated that we would have a vaccine, the Democrats and everybody, no way, no mm-hmm. way. Can't. Right. And I'm not going to take it if he does. I'm not <laughs> taking it. I don't care who, who made it, okay? Right. But we're supposed to believe that every single one of these pharmaceutical companies working on their own all came up with their own version that works. Everybody's convincing us it works. Mm-hmm. They all do it at the same time. They all arrive in the market at the same time. The news bleak that you guys have been running says, oh, you can get you a COVID vaccination before Christmas. And the good news is they got two different pharmaceutical companies, vaccines available for us, Bobby. And, I, you know, I just call a big fat no way. No way every single one of these companies did all this, and it all happened at the same time. Yeah, in the space of uh, four or five months. Yeah, this thing stinks. I mean, what you said, the statistic of elderly people dying is exactly the same this year as as 2019. You remember a few weeks ago? You Okay, what does that tell anybody? Right. Yeah. I mean, no way am I taking this. I don't care if Bush and all the rest of them line up and take it. You know, they should bend over and take it right in the cheek because that's where they deserve. <laughs> well, and, and how do we know uh, what shot they would be getting anyway? I mean, that's well, how, did you that's how conspiratorial help? I am at this point. You know, I don't well, trust well, them to really the, give them the vaccine. I don't either. But you remember the German health minister that faked the vaccination? They went back and looked at the video and there was no cartridge in the gun. Yeah. <laughs> OK, I mean, that's what you'll get out of these people. But now, I, here's, you know, here's, it, here's it, a question. Here's a question for those. Who say, oh, you, you people are, are just you're nuts. Yeah, we're crazy. You know, you're yeah, you're, you're so conspiratorial. You're coming up with these nutty uh, suggestions and, and propositions. I want to go back and see how long it took Dr. Linus Salk to develop the polio vaccine. Because it had to be, it was, it, it was certainly more than four or five months, right? How long well, did that, AIDS, how long Bobby, did that vaccine take? Right. But, I mean, they're trying to cure AIDS here, what, 20 years? And, you know, yeah. AIDS was fatal, brother. Right. Okay, AIDS killed you. Yep. And supposedly the whole collective of man was working to cure this thing. And mm-hmm. even now it can't be cured, but they can keep it from, you know, they can keep it lying dormant in you, I believe is how it goes now. But I just, I don't buy any of this, uh, you know, the flu vaccine. If there's 100 people in the room, Bobby, in the worst flu epidemic ever, I think they said like 25 people in the room would catch the flu. So that means the other 75 weren't going to catch it with or without a vaccine. So how can you ever calculate how effective it truly is? Well, how and about this? And the answer is you can't. Yeah, you know you can't. How about this? Let's just use, let's modify the vaccine for H1N1 and use that. Oh, wait a minute. Sorry, we never came up with a vaccine for H1N1. No, we just skipped over that one because mm-hmm. uh, I guess we couldn't politically attach ourselves to it for the agenda at hand. But I guess. It's, we uh, live in interesting times. Yes, we do indeed. That's the ancient Chinese curse, and it's well intended. Thanks, Wes. It's very frustrating. It is indeed. Thanks, Bobby. You betcha. 343-17 before 4 here on the Bobby Mack Show in on my text line. Bobby, if they think they can pay me 1500 bucks to take that vaccine, they are crazy in the head. No amount of money will convince me to take that thing. I never got a flu vaccine and have been fine.
if this, this thing isn't worse than the flu for me, then why take it? Now, yeah, I could use the money, but it's not worth the risk of getting sick from it because I could be allergic to it. Something in there could kill me. I guess there is that risk. Yeah, Texer says, uh, yeah, just wait till your employer requires the COVID-19 shot to come to work. Bobby, why did Bill Gates have kids if he's worried about overpopulation? Well, because there's a different set of rules for Bill Gates than for, you know, the plebeians like you and me out here in flyover country. Bobby, was Bill Gates involved with developing this vaccine? I'm asking because, you know, he doesn't have a real good record with vaccines. Ask the people of India about that. In my opinion, he should be locked up. And there was one other in here, too. Oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, Bobby, wouldn't asking for proof of the vaccine be a HIPAA violation? In addition to other things, it is specific medical information. Quarter before four here on the Bobby Mack Show. Quick break here. Right back as we cruise on here on Monday on WORD. There's one thing about Americans, the entrepreneurial spirit is part of our DNA. Uh, and by that, I, I give you uh, example number one uh, from the text line. Bobby, I'm going to open a vaccine document forgery business. I'll just crank out fake forgery vaccine cards. Yeah. I can see it happening. To the phones we go. Pat is next up in Union. Hello, Pat. How are you today? Oh, well, it's getting better. Uh, now, would you take a shot from one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse? Don't think so. I don't think so either. I haven't heard a word about the rally in southern Georgia. My husband and I drove six hours down there Wow! and couldn't get in. We could not get in. Mm -hmm. They were already, this was long before the 7 o'clock, they had already hit maximum. They said any more cars in there would endanger anybody that had a problem for emergency equipment getting in there. Gotcha. The outside, people were parked, faces of the vehicles in the fields we're getting out and walking the four miles to the airport oh man other ones were parked there sitting in the back of the truck sitting on their hoods waiting for the belly of his plane to fly by <laughs> right and i sit there I, we went down the next uh, pilot just down the road we got out and figured out what we were going to do there was other cars there they couldn't get in, and a lot of them were from South Carolina. Yep. I said, well, I'm not sitting for any belly of any plane. I'm going home. Yeah. Six hours down, we turned right around and came back to six hours. But people walking four miles, mm -hmm. and a lot of those were black. Well, it just, uh, it just shows you the uh, level of support, uh, and, and let's call it what it is, love uh, that, that people have for President Trump and what he has been trying to do to drain the swamp and get this country back on the right track. 
And I, I don't know. I, I made a flag, a red piece of cloth. I put big yellow star on it and four other stars. I was going to go down there and burn that puppy after everybody walked on it. <laughs> but we couldn't get in. I brought it back home. I said, there'll be another something somewhere. I said, I'll take it and let everybody walk on it before I burn it. Yeah, there you go. There, yeah, it was a huge crowd there in uh, Valdosta, oh, yeah. Georgia, is where that happened. I got to run, Pat, but thank you. Appreciate the call. Uh, Cassandra is next up and is in Greenville. Hi, Cassandra, and welcome to the program. Hi, Bobby. Uh, again, thank you for your wonderful program. Always so informative. Thank you. Thank you. you. Uh, you know, I'm 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 calling about the when I heard this morning about the offering of the fifteen hundred dollars if you take the vaccine. Right. Um, it it made me think of, of when I was a little girl, and I, I just thought your audience might enjoy this and learn from it a little bit. Um, I had a, a Barbie doll, like every little girl, <laughs> and, and Mattel with a, a, an offer, and they said, "Listen, if you bring in the head of your Barbie doll who has a ponytail." We will give you a new head to put on your Barbie doll. That's a bubble hairdo. And it was like, oh, my goodness, I get the new fashion. I was so excited. Right. And, of course, we did it. And, uh, you know, lo and behold, of course, the Barbie head with the ponytail is worth a fortune. And uh, oh, bubble head is it's just kind of a bubble head. Yeah, I don't know. St- story of my life. So you, <laughs> you, end- happened- so you ended up with a big hair Barbie. Yes, I right. did. I did. I did. <laughs> and my sister, who didn't trade in her head, has this gorgeous old Barbie with a ponytail. Wow. But, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> two, that happened with um, a computer graphics program I had. Um, they offered, if you brought in your old program, you could get the new one for $10. And I'm like, wow. Right. That's great. So I did it. And the new program didn't have half of the features of the old one. <laughs> oh, Not half. I, I think they just realized they gave too much before and they took it away so I can, uh, I, I'm a little, I, when I heard it I thought I'm a little wary of something when they say we're gonna pay you to yeah, take this vaccine yeah I know I'm that <laughs> no. that that makes me somewhat weary myself I can give you a a, a golf uh, uh analogy for what you're talking about you play golf with somebody else and and he's hitting his driver really good off the tee so you say can I borrow your driver and hit it yeah sure so you borrow the guy's driver and you hit it and you crush it you hit the biggest drive you ever hit in your life. So you love it. Yeah. You go to the golf store. You buy the identical driver. Uh, you can't break an egg with it. <laughs> Just, you know, yeah. you, can't, you can't hit it out of your shadow. You know, you hit the other yeah, guy's yeah. great, but you go and buy one yourself. As soon as you buy one, right. uh, you're doomed. <laughs> yes. Yes, really. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you the other thing, Bobby. That's that's been troubling me for a while. It's uh, that so much of the news is is gauged on um, things that really aren't, I don't know, as important as as us losing America and the vote. And and I'm also concerned because, uh, you know, I I look at that um, at Joe Biden and his son Hunter, right? Uh, who truly, I know Joe Biden's old old roommate from college said that. Um, he, he spoke in college of being attracted to little girls, oh, and uh, we certainly know Hunter is a pedophile. And um, I'm wondering why they're not in jail for that. Yeah. Forget everything else. Even, even just, are you kidding me? And the fact that we have to have perhaps a, a faux president who's a pedophile and such a crook, I just can't bear it. Yeah, and the thought I know that it. we it's... will um, be losing all that America stands for. It, uh, 
it is a difficult time to try and remain positive in. Uh, but yes. we, we we have to uh, we have to keep battling. We have to keep fighting. Uh, we have to, in the words of Winston Churchill, never give up. And and that is my intent I, as well. Bobby, I really appreciate you saying that because I don't want to give up, and I do. I would be in that crowd screaming along with them, "We love you," you because bet. I have never loved a president. I love President Trump and what he's done for America. So thank you, Bobby. I will hold on to that. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thank you, Cassandra. Have a good day now. You too. Appreciate the call very much. Hour number one is zipped on past. Second hour of the Bobby Mack Show is on the way almost before you know it. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.